Welcome to Sully's. It's time for Riddle Me This. Now, I got a, I got a riddle here in my big book of definitely riddles. What belongs to you, but other people use it more than you? Elijah. Ethan. Hello. Welcome. Hello. Welcome. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Uh, it, is, it is good to be here with you and with you tonight. Um, good stuff. So, let's chat. Okay. About the things we normally chat about on the couch. Mm -hmm. so, very long couch. Very long couch. The, you're not utilising very well. Shuffle over. Shuffle over. Yeah, we're, we're social distancing. We're social distancing. All right. Is that a meter? Can you? Can you? Is, is that? Is that? Can you touch my hand? Yeah. No. Well, you, you obviously can't touch me. No. No. no try again. Try, you touch. You try and touch me. Ready? Look, look. See, it doesn't work. It's like a force field. But if you put your hand out, then you can touch. I don't know what you're talking about. It's. It's fine. Okay. So, um, what we're going to talk about first is what we usually talk about. We talk about stuff that we've been. Doing in the week, and I—I I don't know about you, but I've spent a lot of time on Zoom. Have you spent a lot of time on Zoom? Yeah, I've done it for for maths and other other lessons. So we're cool. we're pretty deep into into COVID at the moment, and the result is there's been a lot of there's been a lot of Zooming. Um, and for, I've had a few conversations with people, and they're not feeling they're not feeling super stoked about Zoom. Um, and one of the things I wanted to say is, although we're about to go into something that's on Zoom, and I'm actually really excited. Um, what we, one, one of the things we're going to be doing tonight is um, we're going to be doing some outside of Zoom, Zoom things. Um, but that's, that's, that's to find out tonight. It's really fun, really keen. You have no, he has no idea what's going on, so it's really exciting. Um, but I want to talk to you about, A, how do you feel about Zoom? And B, do you know how or do you have any tips on how to operate on Zoom? But firstly, how do you feel about Zoom? What's, the kind of, what's your vibe? Uh, for A, my vibe. I think, <laughs> I think it's pretty good. Like, I don't know. I think Zoom's a really good um, platform for talking, uh, learning about how to do maths work because teachers can bring the screen. Pretty good, really useful. And what was B again? B was, um, do you have any tips for like, like Zoom etiquette? So we've, we brought out a video um, earlier today. Uh, it's not today yet for Elijah. So he hasn't seen the video that we're about to bring out, um, but it's cool. It's it's on Instagram. Check it out. Zoom etiquette video. Um, how to how to operate on Zoom, and we're talking about what to wear. Um, but we've talked about what to wear here before. How, how do you behave on Zoom? What's the kind of what's the kind of way of? Do you have any tips? Um, well, what I've what I've recently found out is if you hold W, you can temporarily unmute yourself. So if you're one of those quiet people who don't really talk much on Zoom, you can hold W and say something. And then while you're muted, and then you can let go of W, and then you can just stop talking. It's there you pretty go. good. Well done. Um, one of the things, one of the things we say in uh, next week's video for the etiquette thing, um, I was talking to some people about it, and I reckon it's totally. I don't know about. I, I, it's probably not right at school, but for things for church and stuff, and for conversations, it's totally okay to interrupt one another. Is something I learned because there's a lot of a lot of times in Zoom you get to a point where you're just like, can awkwardly sit here. And wait for some kind of, have you stopped? Have you stopped speaking? I can't tell. So what you do instead of that is you just interrupt them, because then we, there's that awkward little oh who's talking? But that doesn't matter because at least there's stuff happening. So my tip is interrupt people. Um, Eli's tip is hit that W button um, to pay respects uh, and the, to talk. The space bar. Did I say W? You did say W. Oh, I meant space. I'm he so meant sorry. space bar. Don't listen to him unless you're hearing space bar. Um, well done, Elijah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, thank you for the Zoom advice and get keen for Zoom later. Uh, Eli's going to read the Bible for us now. Um, so follow, follow Eli. Go. We're reading from Hebrews 
chapter 13, verses 16. Okay, this is so small. Um, okay. And do not forget to good. Yeah, sorry. And do not, do not forget to do good and to, do, and to share with others for su- with such sacrifices God is pleased. <laughs> G'day and welcome to Friday night. I'd like to add my welcome uh, to you tonight. Uh, my name's Stuart. I'm one of the pastors here at Soul Revival Church. And I just wanted to uh, draw your attention to the great elaborate costumes that we're wearing tonight. I think it's quite ironic that we're in the middle of autumn in COVID and we're wearing summer Hawaiian party shirts when, uh, yeah, it's a bit of a juxtaposition. I think that it's a good thing for us to have a bit of a laugh during this period of time. I think it's um, interesting to be thinking of new things and to continue to think of the future, not just think of the present. And part of the thing that I'm really excited about with the uh, the Friday gathering is that we're always thinking of the future and trying new things. So it's fun that we're doing that again tonight. And it looks like Zoom tonight is going to be a fun experience, even though it's a bit of a mystery so far. So if you can hang out for the youth Zoom afterwards, uh, make sure that you have a look on the Pulse and it'll have all the details there and you can get onto that. If you need to find out about Pulse, please put a comment in the comment section on Facebook and we'll give you more information about that. Well, as you know, uh, we're starting up youth again on Zoom for a month. We've got a, a digital program for a month. And so we're going to start a new teaching series for the rest of this month. And the teaching series is about how can we encourage one another during this period of time. Now at Soul Revival Church, we have a, a saying that we like to say. We talk about sharing the love of Jesus person to person, generation to generation, culture to culture, and place to place. And what we thought we might do over the next month is have a look at that idea of sharing the love of Jesus with each other and with other people, even though we're in isolation, even though we're in a period of uh, difference where all our lives have been uh, thrown around a little bit, particularly as some of you are starting to go back to school in the next few weeks, it's really important that we're there for each other. And for those of us that are continuing to be in isolation, it's really important for us to make sure that people are going okay. So what we're going to do over the next few weeks is we're going to break down that idea of share the love of Jesus into each of those little parts of that nice sentence that we like to say at Soul Revival. So tonight we're looking at sharing the love of Jesus person to person. And so what I'm going to do to help us to think that through is I'm going to be looking at Hebrews chapter 13. And we heard read uh, verse 16 because that's a pretty key verse in this chapter and it helps to summarize what the chapter's talking about. And I'm going to start there, but I'm going to jump out of that and look at some of the things that the writer of the Hebrews is talking about to help us to think about how we can share the love of Jesus person to person. Well, let's start at verse 16. So in verse 16 it says, And do not forget to do good and to share with others. For, the sacri- uh, for s- with such sacrifices God is pleased. So explicitly there, the Hebrews writer is saying, Don't forget to do good and share with others. For such sacrifices God is pleased. Uh, we're really excited tonight to be able to say that no matter where we are as Christians, we can always share the love of Jesus with others and we can always do good. Let's have a look at what that looks like. So in verse uh, 1 and following, the writer of the Hebrews unpacks this idea a little bit for us. So in chapter 13, verse 1, the writer says, Keep on loving one another as brothers and sisters. Now, as our revival, we love that famous saying of Jesus from Matthew 22, 37 to 40, where Jesus says, Love God and love others. These are the most important things that you can do as a person in your life. And here the writer of the Hebrews is picking up on that teaching of Jesus and he's starting off the chapter by saying, make sure you keep loving other people. 
And he adds this element to that idea. He says, love people as brothers and sisters. Now, what I love about that teaching is there's, there's an implicit respect implied here by the writer. To love someone as a brother and sister is meant to be that you, you uh, admire and you honour your brother and your sister. And we should be treating other people as our brothers and sisters, particularly in the church of God. Because as uh, the writer of the Hebrews talks about the fact that Jesus, when he died on the cross and rose to new life, has reconciled us to God and reconciled each other to us to each other and basically even though human beings fight with each other and they argue with each other what jesus has done on the cross has actually made us one and when the writer of ephesians talks about that oneness that we have in christ he uses the illustration of brothers and sisters because he says that when we become a christian we become a child of god so god becomes our heavenly father and so the way we love god as jesus says is to love god as father the uh, Paul in Ephesians also says that the way we love each other is as a family, that we are actually a family. When we become a Christian, we become part of God's family, children of God. As a result, we're brothers and sisters with each other. So we should be committed to each other. We should be encouraging one another. We should be lifting each other up and helping each other to go well, not to do badly. Now, unfortunately, we know that with brothers and sisters, sometimes brothers and sisters don't get on and sometimes they compete. And sometimes they don't help each other through life, but they can actually end up hindering each other. That's not what the writer of the Hebrews is saying here in verse 13. Don't treat each other as brothers and sisters, in other words, competing with um, each other for God's affection. No, rather treat each other with all honour and respect and care and compassion and be diligent in that. Verse 2, he unpacks this a bit. He says, Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers, for by doing so... Some, have, some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. Continue to remember those in prison as if you uh, were together with them in prison and those who were mistreated as if you yourselves were suffering. The idea that we are to be brothers and sisters is that we're to be other person-centred. Now, usually strangers are met with suspicion. We look at a stranger and we go, rightly, we've got to be careful uh, as children, we were brought up to have stranger danger. But here the Bible is teaching us that it's good to offer hospitality to people that we don't know. Do not just love people who love you back, but seek to be kind and generous to people who you don't know. Now, during COVID, giving someone social distancing is a way of loving them. But another thing you can think of is if you are out and about going to the shops or you know, up at Coles and you're pushing your trolley down the middle of Coles and people are trying to avoid each other, one of the things not to do is avoid eye contact. One of the things that might be good to do is as you're pushing the trolley past someone, you can show kindness to that stranger by not just ignoring them so that you can busily get on with your shopping and get out of there as quick as you can, but you can actually look at that person, not go near them, but you can smile and recognise that they're a human being, that they're actually precious in the sight of God by just smiling. Now, you might actually make someone's day by recognising them and smiling. Now, in this time of um, COVID, we can't actually have people over to our house, but showing hospitality with a smile is a really good idea at this time. Thinking about people in prison in verse 3, Paul's particularly talking, uh, not Paul rather, sorry, the writer of the Hebrews is particularly talking here about writing to a group of Christians at a time where Christians were actually imprisoned. Uh, for being Christian. And so it was actually quite common for Christians to be in prison. In fact, uh, as I got mixed up a minute ago, Paul was in prison. 
Uh, and he was actually looked after by letters and encouragements and gifts sent by the Christian church who didn't forget him in prison. And here the writer of the Hebrews says, if people find themselves in a situation like prison and they are separate, you need to remember them, even if it's in prayer. And we can't visit people easily, but we can ring people and we can text people. And being at home is nowhere near like being in prison. But don't forget each other during this COVID crisis. Make sure you think about, how can, is there someone that might appreciate me sending a text today? Could I pray for someone and ring them and tell them that I'm praying for them? These kind of things are important because you've got to remember that if people are actually suffering, we need to be prepared to suffer with them. And this goes on uh, in verse 4, this kind of idea of other person-centeredness. Um, marriage should be honoured by all, and the marriage bed kept pure, for God will judge the adulterer and the sexually immoral. Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have, because God has said, Never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. So we say with confidence, The Lord is my helper, and I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? In other words, don't covet what somebody else has. Here, the writer is saying that we should encourage people in marriage and help to keep marriages secure and strong. Do everything we can to encourage people in their marriages. In verse 5, make sure that you keep yourself, from the, keep yourself free from the love of money because the love of money can actually turn you into someone who's selfish and you might hoard all the resources you had for yourself. Rather, in this very materialistic world we live in, we should be thinking about all the resources we have, including our money, are actually gifts to us from God. And how can we use those gifts from God to help other people? It's a resource to be able to use for good. So rather than falling in with love with money and, and how rich we can become, how can we actually use the money we have to grow richer relationships with other people? Because, as the writer says, God will not leave us. God will not forsake us. We can have confidence because we are secure in Christ, not because we're secure with our wealth. The Lord is our helper, so we don't have to be afraid. We are just mere mortals, but God is God, and we are not. So if we remember that and we treasure God above all our money, then that will put us in good stead. These things actually start to create a kind of lifestyle, don't they? Have you noticed that? If you start living as an other-person-centered uh, other person, you're thinking of other people all the time, people will notice if you're walking down the aisle at Coles and you smile at someone, someone will actually appreciate that. If you actually share your money, money with someone else that needs it, they will appreciate that. If you remember someone who's lonely, they will appreciate that. Just recently, as we've been um, looking on Facebook at um, our uh, services online, I've noticed that one of my friends who lives uh, in Queensland now has been online recently. And as a church, Soul Revival, we are trying to you know, connect up with people and encourage people. And I sent that person who's online a little message during the week just to say that we were thinking of them. And they said, oh, that's so encouraging that you remembered me. If we remember each other at this time, it can actually be a really encouragement. When people get encouraged, sometimes they get known as someone who's encouraging. But if we're just selfish all the time, and if we're just worried about ourselves all the time, people will come to know us as someone who's a worrier and someone who's selfish. Now, we can actually make a name for ourselves by the way we behave. Making a name for myself as a Christian is something that I aspire to because I want to live my life to give glory to God rather than giving glory to myself. 
And I don't want to be so inward looking at my own problems that people go, oh, Stuart, yeah, he's a good guy, but he is very focused on himself, trying to make sure he, he's um, always looking after himself all the time. Now, yeah, there's times where I don't have a lot of energy for other people or there's times where I don't have any money to share with anybody else. There are times where I don't have even the energy to smile at someone at Coles. But I don't want that to be a distinctive of my life, that I don't want to be remembered as the person who never smiled at anyone for the whole of my life. I want to be the kind of person that had times where I found smiling harder than other times, but I tried as hard as I could, no matter how I felt, to try and help someone else. Because if I make a name for myself as someone who is seeking to help other people, we're actually going to find that not only will other people be pleased, but coming back to our verse in verse 16, God himself will be pleased. Basically, in verse 16, he says, keep doing good. Keep smiling. Keep sharing what you've got with other people. Don't try and take off other people what they have. Trust in God and let him look after you so that you can feel secure because God is pleased with that. And because God has given us a name as we live like this. When we seek to live for Jesus and as a result learn from him how to love others as he's loved us, we remember that Jesus' act of love was to sacrifice himself for us on the cross. That is the most wonderful, generous act a human being could do, the most good someone could do. And as a result, that shared the relationship that Jesus had with his heavenly Father with us. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit have been in a beautiful, perfect relationship in all eternity. And when Jesus died on the cross, he took away the barrier that we have between us and God, our own sin, so that now we can enter into a relationship with God and call God our Father. We can call each other brothers and sisters. He shared with us that name that we can be Christian. And we need to live lives that reflect that name. Learning from God how to do that. Learning from God's Word how to do that. Being uh, strengthened by God's Holy Spirit to live like this. But wouldn't it be great if the name people know us as is the name of Christian? No matter what interests we have, no matter what age we have, no matter whether it's school or at work, no matter what other things we do in our life, wouldn't it be lovely if people know us as Christians because we share the love of Jesus with other people. We live our lives to try and help other people, particularly when they're in need and when they have less than we have. We've actually got compassion and care for others. I want to ask you tonight, what name do you carry? What are you known as as a person? Let's pray now that we might grow to become people who have a name for being compassionate and holy Christians who are children of God and brothers and sisters with each other. Will you pray with me now? Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this night tonight that we can have a bit of fun together, but also that we can have uh, a moment of quiet where we can reflect on our life and how we're living our life. Help us to remember tonight that life is not about just serving ourselves and getting for ourselves what we can but it's about sharing the love of Jesus person to person, one person at a time. And I pray that you'd help all of us, Lord God, to be compassionate and caring. Help us not to be wanting what other people have, but help us to share what we have with other people. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right. So uh, thank you so much for that, Stu. That was really, really lovely. Um, it was a really, really beautiful message. And I think something that we can all really take something away from. Um, but it was also really, really it was really re relevant for a few reasons. Um, Dad did a lot of talking about um, 
talked about making a name for yourself. And Elijah, as the Riddler, um, is there anything that that rings true for? Yeah, it does actually, because your name was the answer to the riddle. Can you, can you remember the riddle? What was, actually, what, did you, what was the whole riddle, just so you can say it again? <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just get the book. While um, Eli gets the book, I just want to... What is he doing? He's not even in the book. Um, what I want to do is talk about the fact that um, I want to encourage you guys to think of different ways uh, to love one another and to love people that you don't know. Um, but what we're going to talk well, after Eli Reed says the riddle, um, I want to talk about talk to a few reasons, uh, a few different ways to love, love people. Um, Eli, well, well done. Big book of riddles. Can you read out the riddle again, please? Okay, the riddle was. Hang on, let me just find it. Okay, what belongs to you, but other people use it more than you? The answer to that. Is your name. There you go. Fantastic. That was a lot of build-up. <laughs> Maybe too much. Maybe too much. All right. Um, so, Elijah, now that I've got you on the couch, what is some ways that you have been thinking about or wanting to start doing um, that you can love other people? Well, um, I was playing a game with my friends during recess and lunch lately. That's called Scriblio. Oh, bang again. Call it Scribble.io. Oh, I call it Scriblio. Scribble.io, Scribble.io, like, same thing. It's like Pictionary, but on the internet. Yeah, do you boys jump on Discord and play? Yeah, we, got, we, got, we go on Discord so we can talk. Yeah, um, that's sick. Another way we can do that is uh, Netflix Party. Netflix Party, what's... Like if you little have, plug for Netflix Party, what's Netflix if you, Party? If you have a friend with Netflix and you have Netflix, then you can together watch the same movie. At the same time. At the same time. That's very good. And also, I think something I've been doing is I've been watching movies and TV shows with other people, and all you need to do is just hit play at the same time. Mm -hmm. Like if that works too. When it, when it's when my internet gets really bad, I have to like tell the person to stop and, and pause it for <laughs> me. Um, but I've been I've been watching Lego Masters on uh, Channel Nine with Katie. That's been lots of fun. Um, but yeah, so you can watch things with other people. You can play games with other people. What, is there any, is there anything else you can think of? Eli? Um, as a last thought, you could pray for someone who's actually struggling because mm. there's a lot of people who are struggling with rent and all that. And <laughs> <laughs> something you know lots about rent. Mm, yes. Yes. I actually pay rent myself. Mm. <laughs> mm. Garbage. All right. Um, so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to pray uh, to wrap us up. Thank you so much, Eli. That was really fantastic. Um, hopefully you guys can think of some other ways to continue to love one another um, and love other people, whether it be strangers that you see in the street with a smile or it be people you're playing with online or watching a movie with. Um, so, yeah, keep doing that. Keep loving God and loving one another. Um, and I'm going to close in prayer. Heavenly Father, I pray that we can make a name for ourselves as, as we love people. I pray that we can love not only the ones who love us or the ones that uh, are easiest to love, but that we can love everyone. That we can be known as uh, the person who smiles at someone in the street or in the shops or whatever. Lord, thank you that that's what we've been called to do to love you and love one another. And I pray that you can help us do that. Lord, I pray for those of us that are uh, still, having a, uh, still having a rough time um, at the moment in COVID, Lord, and I pray that you can uh, help each and every one of uh, those who are struggling, Lord. Whether it be struggling with school or with work or with their studies, uh, Lord, I pray in particular for our Year 12 students as they um, are having quite a slog through, um, through Year 12 at the moment, Lord. 
Um, I pray for school going back soon as, as they kind of trickle, trickle back, that people can be safe um, but also productive. Lord, uh, thank you so much for the opportunity to, uh, sorry, thank you so much that we've been called to um, make our name um, one that is remembered for being loving. And I pray that we can do that. Amen. Thanks again for listening to the Soul Revival Church podcast. Just a reminder, if you want to watch any of these services that we hold live, you can go to soulrevivalchurch.com and you can see all the gatherings at the top of the page. You can choose anyone you wish. It can be on Friday, Saturday or Sunday. Thanks again and one way. Music is OK by Ixon.